Welcome to another episode of The Room Podcast, brought to you by NewEnglandMMA.org. Please follow, share, and enjoy the show, starting right now. Steve Domenico in The Room Podcast, and joining me fresh out of the cage at CES 65 is Nathan Garib, man. Nate, bro, great fight. You came away with a little scratch in the foot. We're gonna cover that, man. But let's <laughs> let's let's get to the fight first, man. A, a three-round, fabulous technical uh, bout there Sunday afternoon, man. Let's talk about it and just uh, how you feel about the overall fight and uh, how you did in there. I felt I felt great in there, man. I really did. I felt like everything came together, like all our training, all the things that we do every single day, like leading up to the fight, everybody. Obviously, it was quick change of opponent, but everyone was like, "Oh, it's, it's going to be a great fight. It's going to be a, this is a big fight for you." It's like at the end of the day, it's just a fucking fight, you know. And that's the way we look at it, you know. It's what we do every single day, and we train for this. We don't, we're not training to fight bums. Like we never train to fight the lowest of the low. We're training to fight the best guys we possibly can. So when we got the change of opponent, it just it was like we weren't like really that concerned about it. We're like we're ready for anybody. So um, it was. Ex- I, I felt like it was a great fight. I. You know, obviously, there's always things you can do better. I'm never like this. This was a perfect fight. I mean, but there's nothing perfect about any of the situation that went on with it. But um, overall, I felt like I did really well. I did. I executed the game plan really well. I stuck with it, and I just went after him, man. I went. I was there to prove that, like, I'm just as good as anybody else around the area, and that, like, I'm highly qualified to take on some of the best guys because he's certainly a great, uh, a great competitor, a great opponent, and. Um, it was exciting, man. Like it was really more exciting than anything. So, uh, I feel I feel fantastic about getting a win like that over a guy like Tom Pags. Like uh, I have a lot of respect for him. He comes from a great camp. Comes from a, you know he's got great people around him. He's trained. He trains with the best best guys around. You know. So for me to step in there and for him to step in there on short notice and for us to just you know duke it out and you know show who's who's the who's the man on any given day and. You know, I came away with a victory. And I truly believe that I earned that victory. I believe that I do believe that was my victory. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if I. I was kind of concerned at first when they said split decision because I was like, I don't know what fight you were watching, but in my personal opinion, I didn't think he did enough to beat me. So um, that was. That's just the way I see it. But that maybe I'm just biased. <laughs> well. Nate, uh, how long did you have to prepare for this? Like, as far as us on the outside, we don't know exactly when the opponent fell through. But from the time you found out your opponent fell through, getting Tom, how much time did you have before you had to hit that cage? I believe it was Thursday uh, or Friday morning. I woke up, and uh, I had, like, just woken up, and my manager called. He was like, hey, bud, um, your opponent pulled out. And I was like, what? I was like, what do you mean he pulled out? He was like, well, he got hurt. I'm like, what do you mean he got hurt? Like, how, how did he get hurt? Like, now he got hurt? There's yeah. two days till the fight. Two or, I think they said it was like three days, at that, two or three days. So um, I was like, all right, whatever. Like, you know, see if they could find me somebody else. Like, who cares, whatever. And he called. He didn't call me. He shot me a text of, uh, you know, Tom Pax. Yep. And uh, I got the thing, but I was like, or like this is the this is the guy that they want to throw me in here yeah, with right exactly. now. You know what I mean? Like I was supposed to fight a guy who was five and two, but he was older. He wasn't as experienced, but this was the guy that they offered, and I was like, sure. Like they offered me something, I'm like, all right, let's take it. Like it doesn't, you know what I mean? Like I'm just want to get better. I want to, you know, this was my third third uh, fight in a row for them. So I was like, fuck it, who cares? Like 
I want to fight, so let's get this fight in and, you know, end the year on a good note. And uh, so when he sent me the tapology page, I was like, oh, man, this is going to be a difficult fight. And then I, went, I sent it to my coach, and I was like, hey, look, like, I want to fight. This is a this is a great fight. It's a big it's a bigger step up. But I was like, honestly, like we're ready. You know, we we like I said, we train to fight the best guys in the world. We're not training to fight the lowest of the low. Where we want to fight better competition. And after getting to four and one, we figured we were going to get a a bigger step up anyway. Um, and I don't you know I don't think the guy I was supposed to fight was a slouch by any means. I mean, he's a coach at Syndicate. Uh, he's older, but he's he was bigger too at one fifty five. So. Um, you know, like it was, it was, it was good. You know, it worked out, and like obviously, there's always risks involved, but I think it was a perfect matchup for me, honestly. Um, and I did believe that I could beat him because we had we'd already known who he was. Like we scout everybody, we know who everybody is and what everybody brings to the table. So it's not like, you know, it wasn't like, oh, who's this guy? You know, yeah. everybody knows who Tom Pag is and, and, and who he yeah, trains with. It's it's New England, also. You know what I mean? It's like you 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 see him. He's actually fought for CES, actually. You know what I yeah, mean? So yeah. There's footage all over the place, and the thing about you know. Tom, I mean, you talk about, you know, when you saw who they put there in front of you for, you know, last minute. Tom was probably thinking the same thing. Like, oh, wow. Like, it, like the rewards for both of you guys here, the risks and the rewards were, you know, the, the rewards, I think, outweighed the risks here. I mean, Tom, young guy, Absolutely. young guy losing against you who's on, you know, a, a, a winning streak, finishes all year, four fight. You got four fights in 2021 one being for uh bellator which you went with cody who's you know that kid's grinding everyone out man and you went the distance with that guy but then you have you know these finishes in in ces so i mean you're busy so the rewards here are uh, outweighing being a beat tom a new england guy coming out of the cartel being undefeated a young prospect man so that had to be on your mind too as far as you know absolutely you know the the rewards now the fight itself, you you spoke about you know the, the the judges not thinking you were a split decision. You were leg kicking him, like to death. I mean, it was almost like there was you know the blood was coming out of his skin. There, was that the game plan, or did you just see the leg was there easy enough that you could just kind of keep uh, laying on it? Well, yeah. So basically, we knew he was going to come out and try and outbox me. Um, I didn't see it going any other way. You know, he's putting dudes down with that right hand. His one win condition from all the wins that we've seen. If he can hit you with the right hand, I mean, he's putting these dudes out with his right hand. You know, what I mean, he's not just like TKOing guys; he's like knocking them out. So his, you know, you know, the the mind you condition yourself to see certain patterns. So of course he's going to want to hit me with that right hand. Figure, take it away from him. Take it away with footwork. Take it away with positioning. Take it away with um, the angle, but also take it away with like our guards and our frames. And so uh, it started. The calf was is like a common thing like i throw leg kicks people it's not a surprise that but it's it's the way i throw them and i felt that oh look they're probably thinking oh he's probably just gonna come out and try and calf kick me you know but he's six six feet tall you know i'm five eight um and uh he's got long you know skinnier calves so it's like it just makes sense to just touch it a little bit just touch it as many times as we can because eventually like especially with boxers he's heavy on his front foot he's heavy on his feet he's got a wider base so just touch it as many times as we can, and that will present other opportunities later on. And if he picks up on it, then we just take, you know, take a different route. Um, you know, I have a lot of different uh, weapons that I can use. It's just if guys aren't going to defend it, then I'm just going to throw it. And then if you defend it, then I'm going to throw something else. You know what I mean? And, like, people think I'm married to the calf kick because it's, like, the only thing I can do. It's like, no. 
Like that's just the beginning. Like that's the warm up. That's the tune up. I'm starting to see what, what, let me see what you present for me. And I'm going to see like how you react and then I'll start picking you apart in other ways. So it's more of like a trap than anything. If you don't, if you, if you bite on it and you start defending, you know, then we'll see how the fight progresses. So it's not like this is the move. This is the approach. This is the only thing we can do. It's like, no, this is just the beginning. This is the opening. This is the appetizer. Let's see how, how, how you feel with it. You know what I mean? And uh, another thing about the fight, uh, Tom was on his back heels most of the fight. You were, uh, you know, walking him down and stuff. You know, I would imagine, you know, watching the, that and ha- that would uh, play the factor in the judges' eyes to me, too, because there wasn't so much as far as, uh, you know, combos thrown. There was, uh, you know, a few shots here and there, but it was a more strategic kind of fight here, knowing that you guys are short notice, so feeling each other out, man. Those leg kicks that you were throwing, man, I definitely do believe they took the fight because there was really no grappling in this in this fight. And Nate, watching you from the past, like in in your amateurs, I don't know if you know, I I, I saw you fight Matt Benyer, uh, Benya, yeah. uh live at Reality, and from that yeah. fight on, even though you know I know Matt, and I think he was like a champion in other places, but I watched you. I never saw you fight before, and you know it's going back like three years. And I went, wow, that kid's a fucking, that kid can grind, can grind, grind. And that's what I've seen out of you in a lot of fights other than finishing these people. But um, when you do have that caliber fighter in front of you, man, you you have that extra gear and that grind. If it hits the ground, was there ever uh, an idea of hitting the ground or are you just feeling great on your feet that you didn't feel like it needed? Well, so that was like one thing that we had talked about. Um because it was like last year, my opponent was more of like a, the original guy was more of a grappler. He was bigger. Uh, we knew his jujitsu was like his bread and butter. So it was like more of trying to defend the takedowns than anything. And a lot of people, they see me as a striker. So it's like, we don't need to throw our cards out to show everybody what I could do on the ground if we don't have to, you know what I mean? So um, there was a, a, for me, my, my personal approach was like tonight's a night to be a mixed martial artist. You know, it's not just about, going in there and out striking somebody tonight was about being a mixed martial artist, a true mixed martial artist. So, um, there was one, there was one time he threw a right hand. I slipped it and, uh, hit a single, a single to like a running the pipe, like kind of like a double leg kind of, I don't really know how to explain it, but I, I took him down and I was like, I wasn't really surprised. I mean, he got right back up, but I wasn't really trying to hold him down. I was trying to like kind of weigh on him a little bit and see what I could do. Just trying to sag my hips on him, trying to get back to some of those old wrestling roots. Um, but it like, it didn't feel like it was necessary because um, I think at one point he did hit me with the right hand and I was like, Oh, that's it. Like that's the win condition, you know? Cause like for the most part I was shutting it down. Like people were like, Oh, he... I heard all these people talking like, Oh, he's, he's uh he doesn't know what to do. He's frustrated. It was like, there was no frustration. Like I didn't rush anything. I was taking my time. Like I, like I do with all my opponents. Like there's no need to get in there and try to end it quick. Like, I'm there to fight. You know, it's not like I, I, like, I enjoy fighting. You know, I really do. Like, it's fun. Like, I, this is what I live for. This is what I do every single day. So it's not like, I need to get in there and get out. I need to get yeah. in there and get out. It's like, no, like, take your time and see what, like I said, what opportunities present you. Like, feed them appetizers, see how they react. What's the next step, you know, from there? Um, obviously, we always have a form of a game plan, but it's okay to deviate from it if you find success in other areas. So um, the game plan wasn't necessarily to strike or grapple, but it was to mix it up and, and find the opportunities. And I think that also helped because throughout the fight, I would change the levels quite a bit to kind of, you know, he, he wasn't like I was standing in on one plane. I was changing the levels as well, 
showing them high, showing them low, you know, with the footwork and the positioning and the angles. So, um, you know, that makes it, that makes it like a complete fight. And that's kind of like how we looked at it. So, well, I was cage side watching it. Uh, you know, uh, my colleagues were covered the fight. Uh, we tried to get an interview with you after, but of course, I'm sure you were rushed out of there, my friend. Dude, you know, I didn't even know this was happening. I mean, we can't hear the commentary or whatever. I don't know if they mentioned or anything, but at the end of the fight, you were standing. I'm like, all right, great fight. Blah, blah. And your foot was like split. Your toe was split and like looked like in two. And they just started talking. I heard, uh, you know, the announcer, whoa, look at that toe. Dude, when did that happen? And like... You know, when did it happen and what did it feel like if it felt like anything at all? Uh, so in the late later in the first round, I could feel uh, I couldn't feel pain, but I felt something under my foot in the like. But so between so my big toe to the right of my big toe on my right foot, I could feel I was stepping on something and it felt like uh, gummy, like, like something gooey. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And I was like, I think it's my toe. Um, and I went back to the corner and I was like. Yo, uh, is is my is my toe broken? And uh, my buddy, uh, my striking coach, looked down and goes, "Oh, dude, that's that's broken." I was like, "All right, just don't tell me, don't tell me what it looks like. I don't care. Um, just you know, like we'll figure it out." And at that point, they hadn't broken skin. I was just stepping on it. Because yeah. if you go back and watch the first round, you can see there are instances where I'm moving my feet, and you can see the toe is missing. It looks like it's missing because it's stuck under my foot. Um, and then. He did a great job in the second round adjusting to the calf kick um, where he was stepping back, shifting stances, and I was nicking my toes on his shin a little bit. Um, and then I think towards the halfway through the second round, the blood started coming out, and then they were like, oh, yeah, dude, like, it's it's out. And I was like, okay, like, whatever, you know, just you just got to, you know, because there, there was a point going into the third round where it was like you have to make the decision. It's like I, I really don't want to, like, rely on excuses. I think too many people, they go, oh, I could just be like, well, my toe is broken. Like, that's how he got me. It was like, no, fuck that. Like, I'm here. You know, like, I'm here to fucking win this fight. There's no, there was no, there was no, like, um, there was no way I was going to pull some bullshit and be like, oh, yeah, I can't fight. Like, my toe's broken. I was like, don't say anything to the, anybody. Yeah. Don't, like, don't even say anything to the inspector. Like, just fucking, let's fucking go out there and do this. So, um, I think towards the, like, the end of the second round is when it split through. And I didn't realize the bone was sticking out um, until at the end of the fight. When I, uh, when they, you know, they called the fight, the bell rang or whatever. I looked down and I was like, yep, it's fucked. Awesome. And, uh, someone get a shot was... of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The bone was just like sticking out. Um, it turns out like it was just dislocated, but the dislocation of the way that my, so like my toes are weird. Like I have this, my, my like index toe, I guess is like curved. It almost looks like a talon. And, uh, so the bone, like, like the joint just popped through. Yeah, we and all so seen it. Like... it. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like... on. It was on Fight Pass, Nate. It was. It yeah, was yeah, it's yeah. all over social media. It's on Instagram. It's being blocked everywhere. I have to say now, but it's yeah. still out there. <laughs> now, so... uh, you uh, you going to see the surgeon? As far as what's your outlook on it? I mean, is it something that you think you might need surgery? What's your what's your, uh, what's your uh, what's your thoughts um... on it? So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to tell because um, I was in the hospital for like eight hours, uh, eight and a half hours. I was there um, and they basically had, you know, given me, um, they didn't even give me painkillers. So I didn't feel it. I couldn't feel anything. It was like no pain at all. I was like, oh, they're like, oh, there must be something wrong with your like nerves or whatever. But I was like, no, like 
I just can't feel it. And then when they said it, then I could feel it. Because they were fucking destroying Yeah, it. They dude, were like, they twist that thing and they oh, do they, some... <laughs> the guy, so they had two guys working on it. So this is like the, this is probably the most fucked up. They're like, they gave me some Valium. They're like, you need to relax. I was like, I really don't want to take any painkillers. Like, you know, I don't want to get involved in yeah, that I shit. Like, fuck it, I'll just do it. They're like, no, you, you need the Valium because you need to relax. I was like, all right, whatever. So it gave me a little bit of value. Like they didn't give me like enough where I was like loopy. It yeah. like hit me immediately and, and I, they enough just to shut enough to shut you up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, yeah, it wasn't even. Yeah, yeah. So basically, they wrapped this thing around my toe, tied it to his waist like some gauze, oh, and then man. he's stepping back. The other guy's pulling my toe. They're trying to get it in, can't get it in, like to set back. The guy takes a pair of scissors, presses it to the bone. The guy steps back, pulls, and then he shoves it in, and. Uh, they're using this like X-rated machine kind of to like check it out. Yeah, like like, oh, sort, yeah. like a sonogram or something like that. Well, yeah, that. yeah, it was weird. And then they were like, "Oh, it's not set yet." And I was like, "What? Like it's not set?" And then they go back. They're pushing it. Finally, get it. Take X-ray. Send me back. And now I'm like in pain. I'm like, yeah. oh, I can fucking feel it. I was like, oh, I'm mean, probably gonna need some Advil. They're like, "Oh, we want to give you morphine." I was like, "I don't, I don't want morphine. Like, just give me some fucking Advil. Yeah. Like, I don't need morphine or whatever." Then they come back. They're like, "It's not set properly. We have to do more." So they fucking take my foot that's already bandaged and they're fucking j- cranking her. Now dude, I'm fucking screaming. Dude, like I'm in the I'm man. in the middle of the hospital, just like fuck, fuck. They're like fucking cranking it around and shit. And, uh, um, dude, I like I I broke my uh my 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 pinky knuckle, yeah. and they had to do that same thing. Like they were like twisted. I'm like, and I came out I came out with it worse than I did when I went in. It was yeah. like so. <laughs> Yeah, that's what it is. It's so weird. I don't know. And then they were like, yeah, we don't know. Like, they before that, they did that. They were like, we might need to do surgery tonight, so, like, don't eat. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I haven't eaten since 11 o'clock. Jesus. Like, Jesus. Hey, hey so Nate, Nate, what a victory night, huh? Well, you know, spending it in the fucking hospital. Well, let's get back to that, man, before, you know, I let you get going and rest up, man. It was a long weekend. I'm sure you're freaking on the phone with doctors and getting shit going. But, dude, man. You've been killing it in the cage, dude. I mean, you you went against probably your, your biggest name here. Uh, you yep. beat you beat him in the decision, a really entertaining fight. Um, you got all finishes as far as not all finishes, but you got four fin- first first round finishes, I do believe. Mm. Uh, you just fought Tom Pags, a big prospect, man. Kazakhan dining down. You fought for Bellator, um, man. What are you looking for? I mean. Your foot's going to heal all in that, but man, you deserve something big when you come back. And what do you think? Yeah, you, yeah. What do you think you deserve when you come back? So, um, that's the thing that we're going to, we were, so originally, regardless of the injury, we were going to take time off. Like I wasn't planning on coming back till March. Like I, my goal at the beginning of the year was I told my manager, I want four fights this year, no matter what I want to get four fights. And he's like, just take it one step at a time. Basically, uh, you know, like being at five and one, it's like, it puts me in a great position to, get closer to my my goals of being in the ufc so i know the contender series is coming it just ended and it's going to come back around in august and i'd like to get a couple more fights in um there's talks of possibly fighting for a belt which would be cool i'd love to do that um but i gotta you know i gotta sit and talk with my uh my team my uh and my manager and kind of like talk about like what we really what what's going to be the best thing moving forward for me you know um i'm I still think I'm going to take the time till March to kind of like, I, I obviously I'm out for, you know, at least a month and a half yeah. now with this, because if they do surgery, like it's going to be maybe even longer, but uh, it's time to just relax and take it all in and then work on skill development. But I mean, I'm not far away from where I want to be. You know, I, I put in the work 
I've been doing this for almost eight years now, plus my 15 years of wrestling. Um, and it's, you know, like I'd love to get to the contender series. I'd love to get to the UFC and I'd really like to, like I said, like I'm not, I don't want to just get to the UFC and hopefully like, Oh yeah, I was at the UFC. Like, no, I'm trying to get to the UFC and put a beating on those guys. Like it's the same thing as I don't want to just be like, ah, you know, I did a great job here in new England. Like, no, I'm trying to go and fight the best in the world. So talk with the team and see what they think and um, we'll bounce ideas off of each other. But like, I'd like to get back in there at least one, one or two more times. Um, if a belt comes up, like, fuck it, we'll take it. You know, like, why not? Like, I'd love to get paid more for this. I've been doing this for a while. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, we'll see, we'll see what CES has. I know uh, Matt Bissett just retired. So the featherweight belt is open and um, I don't see why I haven't, you know, proven myself to be capable of, of fighting for a belt or taking on some of these other guys that are around or whoever, you know, whoever else they want to, you know, whoever wants to step up, I guess, you know, I know there are a lot of great, there are a lot of great competitors around the area. Um, but at the end of the day, my goal isn't to be the best in New England. It's to be the best in the world. So, um, you know, we'll talk about it and see what makes the most sense and um, enjoy the holidays, eat some food, drink some beer, relax, spend time with my wife, you know, <laughs> finally get to spend some time with her. We were supposed to go to Orlando <laughs> this week and go to Universal Studios, but uh, yeah. had, to, had to push that back. So, um, and uh, we're can... also talking about uh, moving to Texas, too. So my team, like all of us, were like, yeah, let's fucking move to Texas because it's cold here. It's not good for healing bones either, my friend. So, yeah. hey, dude, so... you know, the last thing before I let you give you a shout outs and, uh, you know, sponsor social media and all that stuff. But, you know, see, yes, you've had three fights for them, three wins just this year, two finishes. Uh, mm -hmm. I do believe, unless it was like you fought uh, last year for them too. I can't, I can't remember. Yeah, 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 yeah you had your, you had, you had, you need that kid into, uh, you know, another world there in that <laughs> fight. So, dude, I mean, there's no reason why you shouldn't get another big fight with them, or like you said, to uh, get something in the contender series down the line. Because three, three wins for CES, and the way you're doing it, uh, you know, the last time, couple of times, and then beating Tom, man, uh, you're big to do there, man. So. All the power to you, brother. Pleasure talking to you and uh, getting to know you a little bit, my friend. So uh, shout out anything you want to let go, and uh, I'll let you rest that foot of yours. Uh, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Well, thank for thank you for having me on, man. Finally, uh, get an opportunity to be here and talk with you. So thanks for uh, reaching out and giving me the chance to, to talk with you and be on your podcast. Um, I want to shout out my wife uh, and my family, my parents, um, my brother. You know, they've been supporting me through this entire thing. Um, I want to shout out to my coach, um, my coaches, uh, Dan McIntyre, Alex Warren. Uh, my wife's name is Alicia DeSilva, by the way. I want to make sure I say that so she doesn't beat my ass later. <laughs> Smart man. <laughs> yeah, so man. big, big shout out to her. All the important people. My coach, my old wrestling coach, Coach Brian, who, who patched the cut and everything. Um, my guys at Kazushi Combat Club. My sponsors go with the flow. Western Mass Hemp. Um, Gina from uh, Ochoa. Uh, does my hair to why it looks so nice all the time. Um, and, uh, you know, thanks to, thank you to, uh, my manager, uh, Mike Kim at Wolf Sports Management for, for helping me out and doing, always working hard, always being on, on call. And, uh, also thanks to Tom Pax for taking this fight and, and giving me the opportunity to step in there and for us to both show our skills, man. Um, I really appreciate him doing that. I really appreciate all. You know, I I have a lot of people to thank, but I yeah, I'm just I'm really grateful for all the people in my life and for all the shit that they do for me. It's it's a, it's amazing. So thank you and thank all of them and everybody else that's been a part of this journey, man. Excellent, my man. Well, congratulations on all the success. Um, heal up, my friend. 
and uh, we'll talk about what's next when uh, when uh, you're able to and uh, got some news for us, my friend. So uh, enjoy the win, bro. Awesome. Thank you so much, man. Have a great night. All right, my man.